Welcome, and thank you for joining me on Finding His Voice. In yesterday's episode of Finding His Voice, David was rebuked by his first wife, Michal, for the way that he led the Ark of the Covenant back into Israel. He was dancing and playing music in front of the Ark as it went. And David told her, I dance before the Lord, and if that is disgraceful, then I shall do that and much more. The Lord was pleased with David and promised to make his seed a house that will endure forever. Today we're going to be reading more of that story in 2 Samuel chapters 8 and 9, and we will be continuing in Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 27. So let's get started. This is Christopher St. Germain, and when I was in Korea, my pastor gave me a Bible that's very important to me. And it was a Bible that he literally read the cover off of. This Bible's starting to fall apart. Now that I'm back in the States, my pastor gave us just this year a challenge to read the entire Bible. So I thought, why not use the Bible that my pastor from Korea gave me? And it is the Dake commentary version of the King James Bible, and we are going to read chapters every day until we get to the end of it. So it will be commentary from Dick, commentary from me, and the original script from the Bible. So that's our goal here on finding his voice. If you want to find me, find me at ChristopherStGermain.com. Now, let's get into today's reading. Second Samuel chapter 8 And after this it came to pass that David smote the Philistines and subdued them. And David took Methegama out of the hand of the Philistines. And he smote Moab and measured them with a line, casting them down to the ground. Even with two lines measured, he put to death, and with one full line to keep alive. And so the Moabites came, David's servants, and brought gifts. David smote also Hadadezer, the son of Rehob, the son of king of Zobah, as he went to recover his brother at the river Euphrates. And David took from him a thousand chariots and seven hundred horsemen and twenty thousand footmen. And David huffed all the chariot horses, but reserved of them for a hundred chariots. And when the Syrians of Damascus came to succor Hadadezer, the king of Zobah, David slew of the Syrians two and twenty thousand men. Then David put garrison in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became servants to David and brought gifts. And the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. And from Beta and from Berathai, cities of Hadadezer, King David took exceeding much brass. When Toi, king of Hamath, heard that David had smitten all the host of Hadadezer, then Toi sent Joram, his son, unto king David to salute him, and to bless him, because he had fought against Hadadezer, and smitten him. For Hadadezer had wars with Toi. 
And Joram brought with him vessels of silver and vessels of gold and vessels of brass, which also King David did dedicate unto the Lord, with the silver and gold that he had dedicated of all the nations which he had subdued, of Syria and of Moab, and of the children of Ammon, and of the Philistines, and of Amalek, and of the spoil of Hadadezer, son of Rehob, son of Zoah. And David got him a name when he returned from smiting of the Syrians in the valley of salt between 18,000 men, being 18,000 men. And he put garrisons in Edom throughout all Edom, put he garrisons. And all they of Edom became David's servants, and the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. And David reigned over all Israel. And David executed judgment and justice unto all his people. And Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was over the host, and Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahihud, was recorder. And Zadok, the son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, the son of Abiathar, were the priests, and Seriah was the scribe. And Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, was over both the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and David's sons were chief rulers. Chapter 9 And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul, that I may show the kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son, which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amiel in Lodabar. Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machir, the son of Amiel from Lodabar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. And he bowed himself and said, What is thy servant that thou should look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertaineth to Saul and to all his house. Thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him, and thou shalt bring in the fruits that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then said Ziba unto the king, According to all that my lord the king hath commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah, and all that dwelt in the house of Ziba were servants unto Mephibosheth. 
So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both his feet. This concludes 2 Samuel chapter 9. Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 27. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was of little stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable. Because he was nigh to Jerusalem, and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. He said, Therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds, and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him, and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. And he said likewise to him, Be thou also over five cities. And another came, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin. For I feared thee, because thou art an austere man. Thou takest up that thou layest not down, and reapest that thou did not sow. And he saith unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank, that at my coming I might have required mine own with usury? And he said unto them that stood by, Take from him the pound, and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. For I say unto you that unto every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he hath shall be taken away from him. But those mine enemies, which would not that I would reign over them, bring hither, and slay them before me. This concludes Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 27.
Well, David got to pay homage to his old friend Jonathan by taking care of his son for the rest of his days and showing him kindness. And I've always loved that parable that Jesus told where the man who hath be given more and the man who hath not be taken from. And it kind of shows that God doesn't want us to be lazy. He wants us to, you know, fulfill for ourselves. And then those who are able to fulfill for themselves, God will give even more. So I think that's a great lesson. And tomorrow we're going to have some more great lessons. We're going to read 2 Samuel chapters 10 through 12. And we're going to still be in Luke chapter 19, reading verses 28 through 48. So I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.